Don't Give Up Your Day Job, a local musician's guide by me, Paul Gillings. An educational and sometimes humorous look at what it's like to be part of the local music scene. Now in conjunction with Indie Kid Records. Hello and welcome to another edition of Don't Give Up Your Day Job, the local musician's guides and talking about the local music scene, what it's like getting under its skin, being a part of it. And I'm very lucky today to be joined by a local uh, engineer, producer, and all-round all excellent sound guy, Mr. Sam Wilson. Hello, Sam. Hi, mate. How you doing? I'm doing well, mate. Thanks for coming in on this lovely sunny day. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, it's good to uh, not be outside and sit, in, sit indoors while the sun bakes through the window. Where else it? would you want to be? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to keep this pasty complexion somehow, haven't yeah, I? I'm doing a great job, don't worry. <laughs> Taking one for the team. <laughs> and also coming back for more punishment is Mr. Ryan Webwood. Hello, Ryan. Hello, how are you? All right? I'm, I'm I'm good, mate. Thanks for coming good. back. No worries, mate. No and worries, uh, no for all, all finishing work and uh, making the trapes over here, uh, nice. I haven't been to work today. I just thought I'd lay that on you boys before Lucky we went. For some nice fun. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I'd like to talk to Sam first of all. Then, if that's all right, Sam. of course, mate. Yeah. Yeah. So you are right. Well, how I know you is through Ryan here, and yeah. you would I be correct in engineer, record, produce. His music? Yeah, for the last, what, three or four tracks? Yeah. In the next 15, next, 20? <laughs> next 4,228. Yeah, yeah. Now you've got older than Ryan, you ain't letting him go, is that <laughs> right, mate? That's right. It's milking me for money, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard the production. No comment. I, I, I think it's. I think it's a fair price. I don't know what the price is, but I'm sure <laughs> it's enough. It's enough. Oh, I see. It's like that. Okay. Well, that's good. So, mate, um, engineering. Yes. Well, you you see, you look like a very young man to me, and it's um, it's, us, it. it's usually an old man's game. So, um, what got you into it? Um, just. I started playing drums when I was like eight, so this is like the whole where music kind of come from. Good, good, yeah. I wanted yeah, to be cool. like uh, Travis Barker from Blink, hence the tattoo. I have no idea they are because I'm old. Yeah, that's so, um... fine. Like <laughs> uh, a pop punk band from 2000 okay. sort of era. Um, yeah. And I, at first I was like, I love the drumming. I, I still do, to be fair. But mm. as I got older, it was like, the albums just sound good. Okay. And like, it, it took me maybe a few years to clock on. There's like, maybe you like production mm -hmm. more than playing instruments. Don't get me wrong. I, I still love playing drums. Sure. It's near 17 years now. So did you find yourself more critiquing, critiquing, easy for me to say, I've got my false teeth in, how the album <laughs> sounded, how the drums sounded rather than what they were actually playing? Yeah, Is that yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. I, I can definitely relate as far as like, being a drummer, like as any musician, you can be like, ah, oh, that sounds cool. And you can kind of get an idea for what someone's playing. Mm. But, I really found myself picking apart at every song, especially once I went to uni and started learning how to do it. I'd done it at Sixth Form in mm. town. Oh, did you? So you went to yeah. Lowestoft College? Yeah, at Lowestoft Sixth Form, literally one over the road. I'd mm. done music tech and film there, but film I just kind of shoved under the carpet and forgot about. <laughs> well, they used to run, when I was um, when I was at Sixth Form, they used to run, the because I did A-level music, and they yeah. did our technology part of that in the Seagull Theatre. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, right. they, I, probably you boys don't even know, but they had a recording studio up there. Oh, no. No, not at Yeah, they had a whole recording mm. studio, sound booths, um, yeah, rack-mounted gear out the wazoo, and a half-inch tape reel in there as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> going back a bit. Oh, you yeah. yeah, you really are. So, and I recorded a folk album in there in 1996-97, yeah. the little folk outfit I was in. <laughs> so I guess you would have been there. So do they have that now at Lowestoft College, do they? 
It's been seven, eight years since I've been to college, mate. Oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so when you went to college, <laughs> now they had their own little uh, studio, live room. They had, I think, what three practice yeah, rooms? Yeah, three in there. like practice rooms. They're all like wired in, so you could go through the desk. Yeah, as well, weren't really? they? yeah. Because they had no sound production, nothing like that at that college whatsoever. Yeah, I, I started on, so. when I think they were like just finished building it or like revamping yeah. it or whatever it was. <clears throat> Because I remember seeing it, like, it's when they were doing regular college and you saw all the brown tiles on the side of the building or whatever it was and they changed colour in the sun. Okay. So it, it was a few years back when they had all yeah. the construction up mm. and it looked spick and span at the time. Like, yeah. God knows what it looks like now. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully still the same. I went the year after you, didn't I? That yeah, was when yeah. I went there, yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so after hearing those albums and thinking... I think I think I'm more interested in that than the drums. Obviously, kept the passion for the drums because you still play. Don't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't not play. I'd probably drive myself insane. <laughs> like, I, I dabble in playing guitar and as I say bass, but that's because I taught myself guitar from YouTube and it's two left strings. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't only have to play one at a time. Well, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't I offer like. to be a bass player in someone's band unless they like root notes. But <laughs> do you play for Ryan? Do you play or does he play? Uh, I offer parts yeah, uh, I, yeah. if I can I'll get him to do it it's his track okay. but like I, I will sit there and be like oh try this that the other mm. um, yeah it's it's not as much as I want to contribute to it, it it's not my song I don't want to sit there and be like alright it's my guitar now <laughs> seven eight tracks and it ends up being me and him singing on the top yeah. He actually did all the guitar tracks, actually. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not quite, this is what we were talking about um, a little before before we uh, uh, started recording, was um, the difference between audio engineer and being an engineer and being an actual producer. Yeah. Sort of being involved in the creation of the song, advising on different, uh, you know, sonic places, sounds and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So this is you getting more involved in that side of it as well as the engineering which yeah is, uh, yeah and yeah. like the way I see it is I love every aspect of it and mm. I feel almost a little selfish just to be like I'm doing this and this only uh-huh. whereas like as I was speaking to you earlier before we started recording this like, yeah. I, I pick and choose my work based on do I enjoy working with the people do I enjoy the track they're going to send me mm-hmm. and I don't want to sit there and be like oh this song's shit <laughs> <laughs> well this is a be- one of the beauties of us being you know not even semi-professional but you know um, sort of amateur musicians as in it's not our day job not amateur yeah, because yeah, we're not course. any good mm. but amateur because it's the difference between, it's bills, not paying yeah. all the bills yeah. yeah it's it's being able to have the choice yeah, isn't yeah, it yeah, so we've got day jobs so if we don't like someone we work with if we don't want to do it we can just go I don't have to do this because yeah, yeah. I get spoken to like shit at work all day so I don't have to stand it yeah. <laughs> mm. in, just... the, in the studio so that's then led you on to like create your own space because we were talking about you know why because you, you have your own studio your own lock up yeah. which started off as a lock up yeah 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 uh, so t- tell us about that what got you into doing that space to play the drums originally yeah exactly yeah. that so I live in like a cul-de-sac full of elderly people mm. and when I first started playing drums there was zero chance of me having any drum kit in the house because old people don't get as deaf as you'd like to think or hope that they do you know, so. they'd be a lot worse <laughs> so, so, why don't you guys just get deaf so then you won't hear me playing this but they just don't we yeah, just go around tr- turning the hearing aids on. yeah try to open the windows playing yeah. a bit louder here and there I created a battery sort of shortage by going around the garages and buying up all the little tiny round batteries so yeah. god damn it they got them from somewhere they're rechargeable now Recharge. <laughs> overnight they USB. can hear you again so yeah you didn't want to annoy the neighbours it's very very neighbourly of you and yeah. very, you know very community conscious I like um, that in a young man from there it was I just want the space like before that it was always work out my bedroom on my laptop yeah and right. parents have got to bed at nine o'clock at night or whatever that is cut off for music <laughs> and as a musician nine o'clock's probably where you start to get creative yeah. so there'd be hours yeah. you sit there 1am just like playing a guitar as quietly as I can like am I going to wake someone up am I going to be alright 
<laughs> that mime isn't playing guitar, and that's probably what we'd be doing in that time of night. Yeah, just bedroom, tingling. Door, anyway. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after that, it, it got to the point I went to uni, come back, and I was like, before I went, there was a music scene. Mm. How how much of one? I'm not too familiar anymore. But sure. I come back, and it's just deteriorating. Yeah, yeah. It's like. I don't want to say so how many years ago are we talking about that you came back from uni uh, this is my second year back now oh wow so, uh, so fairly second, recent yeah, yeah, reasonably yeah. recent okay yeah and I was there for three years so hmm. was, we're talking five years ago when it was like I considered something to be like there was things going on there regularly bands, no, right. it weren't just cover yeah. bands in pubs like, yeah. no disrespect to them sure but. sure no no total respect to them it's uh, it's not as easy as uh, you'd like to think especially getting the work I mean I've had uh, Lee Chapman from uh, the Invisible Band and yeah. Austin Beats in yeah. and uh, the, the standard and stuff that he has to do with paperwork invoicing quotes you know, yeah. which which was a surprise to me but when you think about it it's obvious he was doing quotes mm, like, all the time for these people and then health and safety and then contract yeah, the songs. yeah, yeah. The thing, you know yeah so well, what is it what does I mean this is my own personal curiosity going out because um, I was originally booked on to go to the Salford engineering course like yeah. in Manchester when I was about when I was uh, 18 which was in 19 <laughs> and yeah, um, yeah, so <laughs> 19 is the start of yeah. it that's how long ago it was but I turned it down because um, my music career was going somewhere at that point yeah, and yeah. Uh, I do that but what for you what what is a university music engineering course look like what do you do what are you involved with it's a lot of studio time it's right. a lot of to me, it was a lot of go home, figure it out for yourself. I'm oh, not really? saying that the uni was bad, but mm. it's like my, my uni schedule was less than school. It was less than college. I had three or four lessons a week. Oh, really? So it was down to, they was like, okay, you know how to do this. You know why you're here. Mm. Prove it. Oh, seriously? So, so it wouldn't be like, here's an assignment, go away and record this They, they thing would give you like a, a brief, essentially. Let's sure. say uh, my dissertation was to, uh, to produce that portfolio with like half an hour music, and okay. then it's like 15,000 words or something like that. Why? And that's just basically describing what I'd done through the process, and mm. you get X amount of studio time to book for the year to get your course, like your job done. Mm. Um, oh, that's my trailer thought. <laughs> <laughs> Projects, yeah, the university, yeah, the brief, being left it, your own devices pretty much. Yeah, so of it. a lot of it was like, here's what you've got to do. If you need help, let us know. Uh-huh. But other than that, off you go. Wow. So it was very much down to you to put the hours in, and it would show if you didn't. Really? Yeah. Wow, wow. But okay. thankfully, I, I feel like I've always been very passionate about trying to get it done anyway. It sounded to me like you were going to do it anyway, and, and the piece of paper was pretty much a formality. It yeah, sounds to me uh, like the passion for there it. There were definitely a few times where I may have enjoyed a drink too many <laughs> instead of... Well, yeah. you know what? My brother and my you sister went to university, and I visited both while they were at university, and uh, I have to say that the prices of the drinks... Yeah. Um, it's rude not to I'm yeah, glad I got a student loan yeah <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was 1994 95 my brother was um, studying chemistry at the UEA and I went in there and I, I was used to I'd living in a flat in Yarmouth I went along and uh, hung out with him we used to go see a lot of bands at the UEA yeah. got cheap tickets and stuff and uh he he was like um he was like I'll go to the toilet you order the drink so I said uh, I took two pints of John Smith's and she went two pound fifty I went um no, I'm buying both. <laughs> <laughs> she, said, she said, yeah, that's £2.50. And I was like, even then, I mean, 1994 weren't that, you know, that yeah, price-wise wasn't that long ago, but even then I was like, yeah, right. so I ordered another two and went, we're getting pissed. At <laughs> 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 that price, yeah, Brighton was, Hells, yeah. <laughs> you're looking about six, seven quid a pint in Brighton. Yeah, 
Jesus. Well, like I say, we have a harmonica festival down there every year, and it's be going on again in February. And yeah, it always costs me a, a, a fortune. Thankfully, I get paid for the for the uh, harmonica tuition stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it does look like a London by the sea price. It very much is. Place to yeah. Live. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. So coming back from coming back from uni, then sorry to troll you through your life story, no, but no, I find it fascinating, means. mate, that you'd come from you know therapy how you get there, <laughs> you know how, just how these people, how you arrive at these things. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's brilliant, you know, because it it fires the imagination of, of of people and young people and being a father as well. So how do I then fire that imagination? And hopefully, course, people yeah. listening to this will get the spark I mean, from it as well. You know, inspiration comes from somewhere. Like yeah. I've always looked up to people and was like. I want to do this mm. exactly like this, if mm. not better. What engineers do you admire then? Who do you like uh, to listen there's to? There's a guy called uh, Will Yip who works out of Studio 4 in Philadelphia in America, mm. and he does any any record he puts out, I will listen to back to front. Who's, who does he Who does he uh, produce? My favourite band, Citizen. These are going to be very underground. Um, I'm sure I wouldn't have heard of him, but listeners might. Yeah, you know, it doesn't yeah, matter. Citizen, I'm not the person in the world. Balance and Composure, Title Fight, Webbed Wing, Super Heaven. Mm. It's like... The modern day, I say I don't want to say Nirvana. It's very grungy, alternative mm. sort of music. Okay, um, so it's a bit Butch Vig, yeah, John yeah. Leckie kind Butch of stuff. Butch Vig is probably like uh, yeah. a common name that people might recognise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's more more like that kind of thing. Their names that I recognise. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. only named the two I know, to be honest. But, Butch Vig <laughs> is, is definitely a count. Um, aside from that, Andrew Sheps, who done Chili Peppers stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm honest, anyone who can show me what they're doing, obviously right. they like probably haven't got the time to break down a 12-hour session over the course of four weeks or whatever, but if they have clips online where I can be like seeing what they're doing and yeah. just kind of internalise what they're doing. How would you describe your production sound then? Because obviously, I mean, back... Many many years ago, like you know, producers, you could tell a producer a mile off, and and Butch Vig and John Leckie, we can we can tell them because you know the angular guitars, the big spaces, yeah. the drums and stuff like that. And then you had uh, guys from the sixties and seventies, like you know, you had your um, oh, the Beatles producer's name, I can't believe the people that blasphemy, blasphemy, George Martin, blasphemy, not remembering, but obviously he had his his style and stuff like that. And so, what would you describe your style as then, or do you think you've got one, or is it still in development? I think. Always be in development. Good, I, good. I like to. I like to see myself as transparent. Okay. In yeah. the sense that I, I'm here to suit someone else's needs. It's uh-huh. not my project. As much as like I, I see it as I'm in a band, someone's band mm-hmm. for like two, three weeks at a time, and that that's mm-hmm. probably my favorite part. About so it's it. getting the best out of them. Yeah, yeah. And it's to, like to the best sound that they can be. If me and Ryan know? were to work together, it is never I want to do this. It's, sure. We can try this, and mm-hmm. we'll exhaust every option yeah. just right. to say. Right. We know it doesn't work. Right. It's, it's not that it might not work. You want to believe me, son? It yeah. sounds like shit, no? <laughs> like, I, I'd rather someone come up to me and be like, no, we ain't doing this. Yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, I, I'm charging for it. Mm. I, I'd love to do it for free if I could, but yeah. I would be working ridiculous hours and probably have no time to go to the studio. Sure, but there also needs to be a certain, uh, uh, you know, there's there's a, there's a sort of pride in your work. Yeah, And yeah. if you want to produce something quality, there's a, a, a sort of, he does more acoustic albums, David Boover's name, this lovely bloke, works out of uh, Woodbridge Way, and uh, he was like, I went there and played a harmonica part for him, and I kept fluffing it, he went, you're going to get it right, because I don't have shit come out of my studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to think I'm like that, I, I wouldn't mm. want to stamp my name on something I'm not proud of. For sure. For sure, no, it's good. It's it's good to have pride in what you're doing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to sit there and finish it, but like, I'm not showing anyone this. I've got <laughs> enough of my own songs on my laptop that no one's ever seen and will probably never see. For that please, yeah, like, so like they say, walking out the door and just taking the cash. Please don't credit me on yeah, the yeah. album. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't here. That's fine. You weren't here. That's no what one I meant saw by you. transparent. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
having having come back from uni with that, and you know, um, just picking up the thread of your life story, if, yeah, I, yeah. if I may. No, of course, <laughs> it fascinates me, honestly, man. Um, I'm quite new to, to to any sort of music production, so it's been a, it's been a steep, steep, steep learning curve. It's a and, big rabbit hole to get into. Oh yeah, god, the the dark art of mastering is one that I don't think I even want to go near. So I um, hand that over to uh, my good friend Raoul Crane over yeah, at Play Studios. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know of yeah, Raoul, I've been you there know a few times. Have you, man? Yeah, awesome, yeah. awesome. Lovely little place. Have you yeah, seen yeah, his man. new studio he's building? I've I've seen pictures. <gasps> yeah, <gasps> be exciting. Yeah, half sunk into the ground as well, so it'll be acoustically Sorry. lush. Yeah. Um, so then that led you on to not being able to make any noise in, in your bedroom at your at your, yeah. uh, at your home. So you hired a space, a studio. Yeah, play yeah. Play drums I, in originally. Uh, yeah, it was essentially all to play drums. But mm. coming back from uni, it was kind of like I still got that yeah. buzz to be like, I want to record something. Mm. And the whole production thing was like, I want to record my own songs before I even think about anyone else's. Yeah. And over time, it just kind of gravitated into, oh, can you help me do this? Mm. Can you help me do this? And I was like. Well, I can only do so much for free, can't I? <laughs> and now I'm essentially paying for a space to use. It's like right. I will just be breaking my wallet if yeah, I just go, oh, yeah. I'll come down whenever. I was going to ask how is that funded, but it's funded by obviously, obviously yeah. Yeah, out of your own pocket and you know, um, from whoever you get to record in there yeah, as well. Yeah. It's, it's basically sustaining the place that they are using, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, if I you can know? keep uh, like enough income in to provide that space, I mm. can essentially afford to do things for a bit cheaper because I don't mind taking no money for myself. It sure. means... The way I see it is like I take a deposit, like 25% up front or whatever it is, depending mm. on how much people are paying. And yeah. then that means if I have money up front and we need something for a project, we can just run out and buy it before the next session sure. and have another toy to play with, essentially. Yeah, because I find the studio gear grows. I, I started off with um, with a 2008 Apple Mac. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I, and I was plugging my microphones in and an SM58 because that's what I had. So uh, I didn't yeah. even have condenser mics or anything. That's yeah. a ribbon on there. So I didn't have any of that. Yeah, I borrowed that from a friend of mine, Mr. Pete Startforth. It's, 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 it's a beautiful thing. It's yeah. so warm. Yeah. Ryan's voice, when he starts talking, it's going to sound so warm. I'm not going to talk now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I do not want the warmth. Sod your warmth, you cold, moist bastards. Um, <laughs> so, it's, yeah, I started off like plugging a PA into the yeah. back of my computer but it was an old PV like one of them 650 watt yeah yeah and the hiss was the graphic equalizer yeah, and then I discovered not USB Scarlet interface so I bought that little one up there still got a 202 in my bedroom Have you? yeah yeah <sighs> you see that was the mainstay of my studio up until I bought the um, the Behringer I mean it's got four inputs but I mean yeah, this is where this is where my knowledge and my budget because I'm only paying for these myself and Everyone's stuff like that. Everyone's budget is probably yeah. far too low for what they're charging to buy these things brand new nowadays, especially really? if you're looking at things like what they consider vintage, mm. which is going back like 30, 40 years. Yeah. They're charging out the ass for. Really? Like one compressor, like a hardware unit, you're looking at two grand. Wow. So second hand. So what kind of stuff do you have in your studio? And what would you advise anyone starting one to start off with? Bottom line is you need a computer nowadays, uh -huh. and unless you want to drive yourself to hell trying to do it on tape. Like I've never had the unfortunate time of doing that, and I would never, <laughs> never want to. See, now, I obviously, be at the age I am, I mean, like, guys my age, you're like, oh, you know, I like it old school, I like the tape, and I'll tell you what, no thanks. No. I totally agree with you. Having come from that age as yeah. well, it's, you know, like, why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. I mean, I opened up GarageBand and I could just keep adding tracks and adding tracks and adding and if tracks. If you don't like Control Z, Command Z, yeah. gone. gone. Yeah. Yeah. I only played a guitar part one for one verse and one chorus and I copied and pasted it and I was like, what the hell is going yeah. on here? This is I, amazing. I've seen enough people work on tape that yeah. 
it's not for me and the thing is with like plugins and all the bits you can get nowadays mm. like if you learn the instruments you've got in front of you yeah. it's going to be doable anyway uh-huh. so do you go more for plugins or do you have any like hardware like yeah. rack equipment and stuff yeah, like I, that I've got a few compressors and stuff uh, I run through like a Alan Heath uh, it's essentially a live desk it's a 32 channel desk and okay. the main reason I picked that up is because it's got 32 EQs on the way in right. and it saves my computer blowing up when I've got 32 tracks EQs compressors and all sorts Okay. but yeah um Bottom line, computer. Okay. What are you, what are you running at the moment? Because I like I'm an Apple man. Apple. Yeah. So I've got the, I've got one of the new M ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we haven't been on holiday for three years. So three. I see why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm on a 2010 uh, Mac Pro. I think you know the old cheese grater towers. Yeah, fucking workhorse. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Definitely. Absolute workhorse. Is that a G? Was it a G4 or a G5? Yeah, I think it's before a G5. before they went to you know. Yeah, um, it's not one of the um, screens all in one thing. Okay. Um, just because upgradability, I yeah. can keep that forever and just use it as a housing till whatever mm-hmm. I want. That 2008 yeah. one I was talking about was an absolute work course. It's actually it's only because I bought um, well I say the M1 that that's gone on to um, a friend of mine Chris Garrett who's um, who's put that in his little studio and he's recording on and, and starting all over I again. I reckon it'll be with me for a, a long long time. Yeah. And the benefit of having like a couple of compressors and I've got a Kemper if you're aware. Like mm, a, I've heard of Kemper. I think Raoul uses those. We'll all have to go over. I've been invited when he's finished his studio. We'll have to go over, have yeah. a jam, have a nose around his gear. Oh, yeah. Pick, pick <laughs> a drink about some of it. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, as far as equipment goes, though, I'd say, like, as, as I've already mentioned, computer is bottom line. Yeah. You can find anything you want to know about mm. recording online now. Mm. I spent countless hours at university just YouTubing how to do this, how really? to do this, how to do this. And there's always someone. It's just, it's so oversaturated. Mm. Right. You see, now I found this because I've been getting into learning the guitar again. And uh, I think I'm going to plan for one-to-one lessons because there's just too much it's of too it. too much. To it's get absolute, it's an absolute it. barrage. And as someone who comes from like the beginning, you don't know what to believe. Is like, <laughs> what, what is right and who's just talking yeah. shit to get a few quid out of here? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> So what software are you running for? Uh, I I learned everything for the course of uni, so I'm doing right. Pro Tools, Ableton, Logic, Machine, uh, anything else I can get my hand on. It's just learning shortcuts. Blimey. Yeah. Blimey. Wow. So um, so which which particular program are you using for uh, recording Mr. Redwood uh, stuff? Pro Tools is, is most like tracking-based stuff, just because mm. I love the audio editing capabilities of it, the, mm. the whole take lanes and tracks and stuff. It's so when you, say, when you say tracking... Recording uh, more than one instrument at a time, okay. or like one more than one microphone at a time. Ah, I see. Okay, it's just a bit more convenient. MIDI would be Ableton, just because they built that for live for and DJs, and, stuff, yeah. and you can do incredible right. things with that, like control lights. But that's way beyond me. I just want to record people playing instruments. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as your interface, so you've got your, so you've got your desk, you've got your split multi-channel yeah, desk. Yeah. So then you've got your computer. What do you use in between that to get the separation of the channels to get that into the right, computer? Right, so we go from the Allen got? Heath uh, into two Focusrite Sapphire Pro 40s. Oh, I see. So you've got them daisy chained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just yeah. linked by a Firewire cable. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, before that, I think they go into a patch bay just mm. for 
I can't be bothered to run around the back of a computer every time I'm something. <laughs> it looked like one of those old telephone exchanges from yeah. the 1940s, wouldn't it? The back of the I desk you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the back of the desk is a horrible, horrible sight at the minute. It, it gives me stress every time I walk through. I just can't stand like wires a- anyway, to be yeah. quite honest. Yeah. But Bluetooth is just laggy as fuck, isn't it? You know, I bet someone in there says, haven't you got Bluetooth headphones? No, there'd no, be absolutely no, no I point. I run a 100 metre orcs lead before I do Bluetooth. Get Bluetooth yeah. Yeah. It's slaggy as shit. No, I just can't be doing it. No, it's just, it's just a wind up, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, two Pro 40s and then straight into the computer, which is, mm. I mean, 16 channels does me, like the most I'm recording is drums and that's, if I want to get fancy and I've got time to spare, it will be all 16 inputs. Oh wow, okay. That's just, like, I like to toy about and as I said earlier, exhaust every option and mm. at least know for certain that it isn't going to work and I can just delete it. Okay. And as, instead of like tape, you got right, cut that out in the bin <laughs> I can just go delete done. and tape's expensive right hard drive space is um, tape machines there, are expensive as well yeah, yeah right no shit and you've got I mean, service them upkeep all this what do you think it is that people are hankering for when they try it when they're, when they're like, liking it old school are they, are they after it is it just nostalgia is there a certain warmth to it is there is there a difference like Foo Fighters still use it now don't they I, I Dave Grohl uses it all the time he yeah, swears a lot by of guys it will I don't do. know what it, they say it's the sound but to me put one of their records next to someone like you produce I'd be like well I don't really know what's, yeah. where is the sound difference you know if I mean? you grew up around it yeah. and like that's right. where you were taught <clears throat> yeah. you kind of that's like your roots isn't it it's no, like, okay. you feel yeah. comfortable around this and then someone goes nah we're going to do this now. I mean, there, there was. I mean, even in even in my industry as as a graphic designer, I I turned up just when computers had started actually doing the designing on before yeah. they were used as print out to do paste up and stuff like that yeah, for a yeah. letter set. And then we started Photoshop and designing things. And there was a there was three guys <laughs> they made redundant the same year. Yeah, because they were just not going to get it. They were doing letter set. Mm. They were hard. They were they were um, copy type. Well, not allowed to call them typists. They were keying stuff. Um, <laughs> not allowed to call them typists. Uh, that was uh, oh, horrendous. So um, yeah, no. As far as they were concerned, in their ancient sexist way, women type, men oh key. Oh my yeah, god. I mean, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Men, women type, men key. All right, oh, yeah, all right, right for God's sake. No but anyway, they made them buggers redundant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise, eh? yeah. yeah. What a shock. Oh, so yeah, so they weren't good. They weren't just weren't going to get with it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, in music production as well, I could, you know, I could have said, well, last time I was using anything to record home demos and stuff like that was a Fostex four track. Yeah, you know, they were two hundred and fifty quid, and I could bounce down and bounce down and bounce down. Oh yeah, I'll get one of those. Or even the, even I could get the modern day equivalent of a digital four track. Yeah. But then I opened up Gareth and thought, why the fuck could I? What's bother? the point? <laughs> you got it in front of you. Yeah. yeah. It's good to have my you know own beliefs. Yeah. Um, affirmed by an actual engineer so fa- thank you for that I knew I was right I'll go and tell, go and tell the wife I told you I was bloody right about something <laughs> strong term actual engineer but I'll take it <laughs> well you know it, you know as, as a wise man who's been in here before Mr Paul Johnson said you're real if you think you're real and so uh, you are producing stuff that is being, you know, distributed. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, <laughs> so, so you, are, you went to you have a university degree in it as well, for God's sake. Yeah. You know, what more qualification? Expensive bit of paper. Do you? <laughs> a very expensive bit of paper. But like I said, like I said it sounds to me like you know it was something you were going to do. You were going to do anyway. Right? Yeah, I, I would have either wasted time. Or I say wasted. Time. <laughs> I would have sat at home doing the same thing anyway. But mm. university gave me the option to be first-hand experience. Right. In. Uh, I say class A where they've spent millions upon millions on a, yeah. a really nice place to be whereas it could be me sitting at home with a 2i2 on my laptop going oh I wish I had all this to play with <laughs> but I've, I've gone to learn like yeah. if 
if I ever had to like travel further afield to somewhere rather mm. nice and it was like we're going to put you here mm. learn I can't just turn up like give me a sec and kind of look up how to turn this on how to <laughs> <use> this <laughs> it's now the I'm fortunate enough I could sit there and probably figure yeah. my way out and if I couldn't it'd be like yeah it's fine don't worry about it and so is going to work for a major studio anything that you would uh, you know aspire to or like to do or thought about options always open yeah yeah Op- especially um, your qualification yeah. I think the, the way it's going is I, I'd like to I'd like to be an in-house somewhere, mm-hmm. um, but for the minute I, I will wait. Like, well, especially while I've got my own place, mm. just learn as much as I can. Like, I, I'm really passionate just about learning. I don't, mm. I don't ever feel like I'm the yeah. best at it. Mm. Good then, way to be, mate. Excellent. No, it's making me smile just to hear <laughs> that words. It's fantastic to have some have some passion from uh, from young people and their music and what it is they're doing. You know, it really is. It's, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's lovely to see. So the studio uh, to, to get back to that. Not a drum studio anymore. No, there's no. a there's a window. I heard there's about a window. window. So just to fill to fill anyone who might be listening to this in. Um <laughs> Sam and, and Ryan here, and Ryan hasn't said very much, but we will get him to open up in a minute, no worries. If we um, have to. <laughs> if we have to. Fine, I'll just go. So they made a little documentary, <laughs> didn't you? And it's on YouTube on Ryan's uh, um YouTube channel about the uh, the new single. Yeah. Which is called late, late, yeah, and um, there's there's a lengthy discussion in there about a window that you've put in. And we were talking earlier on, weren't we, before we were making coffee about the difference between when it becomes a room that you're playing drums in in a rehearsal space yeah. to being a studio, and it's because there's now a control room, yeah, with a window and in it. There's into a more than well, a window. You haven't got a seat. Yet. I sit on a drum stool yeah. still. <laughs> the project ain't stretched that far yet. <laughs> I'm comfy, but that's fine. So, then, so there's now a control room and a live room? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. what, it's sounding like a studio to me, mate. It, yeah, it's, it it's really good is. enough for now. Uh-huh. It gets what I need to do done. So are you going to be opening this for public consumption, or are you going to keep it to um, word of mouth? Or what's the what's the plans? Where do you see this going? Um, you might not see it going anywhere. I just thought I'd ask. Five-year business plan. <laughs> Five-year business plan. <laughs> uh, it's not the fucking apprentice. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I'm no, putting you on the spot. No, what do you think you came here for? An easy time? <laughs> I'm going to go around now. Yeah, talk about you. Laugh. Yeah. 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 We'll talk about your music nice in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd like to, but as I said to you earlier, I, I pick. I'm very fussy about the things I work on. Yeah. So and nice organic growth. Then, I'll yeah. be the first person to tell you your music is shit. <laughs> You haven't played him anything of mine, have you, Ryan? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's produced by Raoul. It must be amazing. And it's, it's not that necessarily the songs are shit, but it's like, if you can't open yourself to ideas, sure. then what can I do yeah. for you? Yeah, yeah. Does the production, does, uh, put you, does bad production put you off of a song? If you listen to it and you think, oh God, that no. guitar sounds weak as piss. Like, uh, if it's already been released sure Like I, there, there has been times where I, I can't put myself through an album because it is emotional pain yeah. someone's so, recorded that in a fucking shed or yeah. a church and it sounds turn horrendous turn the when you just hear the hum in the background I can't do that <laughs> ding ding my mate ding. said he had my mate Billy at a studio uh, in um in London, where the hell? What part was it? He said it was like underground, but near an underground station. Oh, so there was certain, oh, so, so many times, like once an hour or something like that, they couldn't record. They had to like quickly get in there because it'd be like a rumble. Yeah, like, and you yeah. you wouldn't necessarily hear it in the track, but if you knew when what you, you were listening back, for, yeah. I saw yeah. that film yesterday. Have you seen that? And yeah. And he's got that the studio next to the train door. track, doesn't he? And they're like, after time, it. No, wait, the train's coming. Stop. <laughs> that's, Go. That's, that's actually probably stole that story <laughs> from my mate Billy. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So. Yeah, so tell me a bit about your drum playing then, if I may. Have you a little band called um, uh, Mojik? Yeah, that That sounds jazzy. Is it jazzy? 
it's all over the shop if I'm honest we, I, I can't <laughs> pinpoint what we do uh, the, the song we put out a couple of weeks back is it was put out on Valentine's Day like a bit lovey dovey quite uh-huh. soft a bit of sax on it like a bit slow oh, paced sax I say yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Sax. Uh, our guy Dylan Dylan Levitt incredible sax player yeah, yeah. awesome drum started I was eight my first lesson I cried my eyes out because it was too loud Oh really? And here I am. So why did you start? Who? Why did you want to start no, with drums? Like, it's not loud enough. I, I just wanted to be like the drummer of Blink One Eighty Two. I was like, I, I, I will be so. like this. <laughs> I will be like this, and just persevere. No how much it makes me cry. <laughs> yeah, after the first lesson, I was like, no, I'll, I'll do it. And then over time, I got my first drum kit. It was a crappy little uh, Premiere or Mapex thing, secondhand off Facebook <laughs> or something like that. Uh-huh. Probably cost not even a hundred quid, right. like falling apart. Understanding parents, though, to get you that. Yeah, like, yeah. How many yeah. parents would buy themselves a drum? They've I bought been... my boy a drum kit and he took it home to, uh, to his mum's where he lives and she said, No. She's like, Fuck <laughs> off somewhere else. <laughs> you leave that at your dad's, go on. <laughs> yeah, and from there, I took lessons at cafe for uh, nearly six or seven years, started doing my grades. Oh, what was that with Lloyd? Who was teaching over there? Uh, I started off with uh, Gareth Trice. Okay. Right, and then he yeah. left, I can't remember, I think the second bloke's name was John, I don't remember his last name, but he was all into his like, mega death, slayer, wow. metal stuff. Mm-hmm. And from someone who just wanted to play, boom, double, cat, double cat. drum pedal. Yeah, yeah, I still got one, yeah. <laughs> I ain't touched that for a while though, putting a bit of dust on it. <laughs> so if I can just, um, Mate, thanks for sharing all of that, and I'm going to include Ryan a bit now. So, how do you two know each other, Ryan? How do you know this man? Was it um, music you know? in it? Pretty much. Mm. We I think met so, through yeah. Azza. Yeah, right? that was my yeah. first. Mr. Lambert, I Mr. am trying Lambert. to hook him in. I can't get him to agree a date to come and <sighs> Mate, speak to me, Azza. Don't get a reply uh, from him <laughs> half the time. That's well, I have, to go through, I have to go through Nathan. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably the best bet. Yeah, we probably met through Azza when you and him had that band Milestone, Milestone, right? yeah, that's the first band. I've heard of Milestone. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we oh, played in King. Mm-hmm. Done your research then. <laughs> I have, no, yeah. I've just like, I, there was a there was a long time, uh, early 2000s, I, uh, I got married and uh, my, my first boy was born, so I was uh, off the scene, really. The band I was in before that, Nexus, had split up in 99, so I was then off the scene yeah. for most of, most of the noughties, to be quite honest, but... You know, I'd keep seeing band names in the paper and going, oh, I wish I was a yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm changing nappies. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good, had to be done. So yeah. Milestone was the band that you knew for, for yeah, a Yeah, because we'd done a gig together at the Dutchman's when I was yeah. in British Rejects, and mm. that was No Story Goes or Headlining, I think. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Boys I, think. Around a while, and then was, I think it was us three. We were a covers band at the time, so we opened up. And then you guys played, and then those yeah, three guys we, played. We started as like a Green Day cover band yeah. or something mm. like that. It's a bit we all started as cover yeah. bands. Was that, really, one, didn't was we? that yeah. one of them ones where I think you and I spoke about this last time around, whereby you just slip the odd original in, yeah. see if anyone knows it. Yeah, we played cover yeah. set, and towards the end, you're like, one more note. One yeah, note, yeah, two yeah, yeah. And then someone goes, Who was that song by? Third yeah. I didn't recognise that. Yeah. Oh, it was one of us. So good, you thought it was a professional one. Exactly so you that, were doing yeah. you were doing that sneaking in the originals yeah sneaking in the originals and then I don't really know how we started talking properly really that was just sort of organic really yeah. I think cause we needed a drummer so when we would start went into originals as British rejects our drummer went to university in Sheffield mm. so he left the band so you didn't know this man did music production at that time no I wasn't okay. doing you music oh, you were pre- this is pre-college yeah, yeah. as well right yeah this is like yeah, high school this is like 15, uh, wow. 16 okay. yeah. Yeah. so then when we needed a drummer 
I think we must have put something out and you said oh, I'm happy to play some drums and we were like okay come drummers down. are right sluts for that aren't they they'll be in ten bands any drummer <laughs> I've had is in five fucking bands it's like alright mate commit with you yeah. Yeah, what, I, is, what is with that as a drummer who's sat here why do you do that entertainment <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching everyone fight over me and I feel <laughs> my head get bigger <laughs> by the day <laughs> Oh, fair, fair, excellent. Yeah. No, a good answer. Yeah, and I think because Milestone broke up a little bit before that, I think. Yeah, yeah. You weren't there was in a there. Quite where, a patch between that. And, and I remember rejects. me getting you in the band, and then Azza being like, "Can't believe you've got him in the band." Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean? He's free. He's not in your band stole anymore." Stole his drummer. You stole, stole his drummer. drummer apparently. Like nicking his bird. That was a whole. <laughs> that was a whole thing. That was funny. And then yeah, you, we went on tour together. Yeah. In the Rejects, put out, we went to Raoul, put yeah, out yeah. a couple of singles, mm. and yeah. Mm. Went from there, really, didn't it? Yeah. Friends ever since. Cool. Yeah. So how does how does um how did how did you sort of when he came back from uni? Then like, oh, you know, you've got that little studio. How was that then? How did you strong arm into in, well, into in, recording your stuff? In lockdown, Cause he, so he's very fussy, clearly about yeah. who he records. Yeah. So who yeah. <laughs> he works with? So how did he get him to work with you? Uh, I bribed him. <laughs> yeah. In favours. Okay. We won't say much more than that. <laughs> no. uh, My rent's paid. Rent's <laughs> 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 oh dear. Um, no, it was during lockdown, and I was like sort of just demoing songs and that. And this was at the time I didn't really know if I was doing music or not, like we spoke about mm, before. Yeah, yeah. And I needed someone to just like make the tunes sound better than they did the, mm. how I was doing them. And I was, mm. Sam was doing things at home, weren't you? Yeah, just, I, I was. I had enough free time over lockdown. I was like, I am bored of doing nothing yeah. every single day. Right, right. And so you what got furloughed and stuff? Did you? Well, I, my delivery driving carried on all throughout, but it's yeah, like right. outside from that, I was just working. Well, this is where I came to record my own stuff. To be well, you know, my my second album because um, I, although I was working in the factory all, yeah. all throughout of an evening, could go anywhere. Could yeah, no, so exactly. I was in I was in here from five mm. o'clock at night. Yeah, you your thumbs after a while. Yeah, there's so only so much recording you can do by yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you're recording, you're recording, yeah, recording. your own recording tech and recording yeah. um, uh, knowledge wasn't, wasn't not, what no, you'd like it to be. Mine's so just, I'm, I'm not really bothered about being like really good at recording my stuff. As no, long as sure. I can get the demo done and then right. give it to Sam and be like, right, let's it's do nice something with it. nice place to be, it. mate. It really is. Let's, let's leave that it. to the pros, yeah. yeah, which is why I get Raoul to do my mix yeah. and mastering because um, I can't do that bit myself. Yeah. Like, I have tried. It's just like, I get to a point with it, and you twiddle with it until you think, "Oh, that sounds that sounds great. That sounds nearly there." And then you and then you look at the waveform, where you listen to it compared to someone else, and the volume is in the tank. Yeah, if it makes you and feel better, I get that. Just, something's still, cutting through, and yeah. it's like, "Oh, for God's yeah. sake!" <laughs> it's just frustrating. I'm just it? gonna I'm just gonna export streams instead yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm giving I'm gonna give man forty quid. I couldn't give a crap. As long as yeah, I label yeah. correctly, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was the one I remember. Yeah. I was just sending yeah. it to him. Uh, like, uh, I don't know what's what, right? Now this is I've had this from now when I first went to. I was very cautious about how would you like the files yeah, presented. Yeah. So he was very concise. I know what his criteria is. When someone wants to send you some mixing and mastering, when this man wants to send you some yeah. mixing and mastering, what is your criteria so, for having those streams, stems, yeah. what are we calling them? Well, stems. Mm -hmm. So we'll start from like the inception of like working together. Mm. We're like, Ryan has a song. He's like, okay, I want to record this. Mm. I'll get him to send me a demo so I can decide, do I want to work on this? Am I going to waste my time if I say yes? <laughs> no, no offense to yourself. He's not said no yet, so it's all right. I must be doing something right. It's like, do I want to go through this and then give 110% to something at the end that I'm going to be like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't want to do that. Why? Um, That's great. That really, having, having that standard, I think, is, is missing in a lot of general life. Yeah, I think a lot of people do it for money, and I think mm. if you're doing music for money, 
Good luck. You're in the wrong business, <laughs> mate. <laughs> um, yeah, so from there, like, let's say, okay, we'll do this song. Yeah. I will say, send me everything individually, drums, however you've gotten recorded, literally as the project you've left it, send right. that, but instrument by instrument. Mm-hmm. Okay. So all your guitars, like your rhythm guitars on one track, yeah. or if you've got four, send me four tracks of rhythm, okay. just label them. So I haven't got to read audio. So then, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Here's <laughs> what I do for what I do for Alice. I, I mute the other tracks, uh, say for example, and then export yeah. Lead, yeah. Vo- lead vocal. I take the effects off of it. I take everything. Yeah. So it's the absolute raw file. I mean, I have a, I, when I do my guitar parts, I send here, him or the harmonica part I send him it's been pre-processed so it's got the distortion that I yeah. want or the overdrive and stuff like that but I have heard some engineers like a clean signal it's yeah. a clean DI signal and and what you would like it to sound like as well the way I see it with Ryan I'm like send me what you've got I don't mm. care if you've put a million effects on something yeah, like right. this is how you want the song to go I don't see why we should take a step back before we even start okay yeah. that's fair that's because fair, yeah. re- regardless chances are we are going to record over everything we record everything anyway, anyway, I see so yeah. these are more like scratch tracks this yeah. is like uh a reference. Nice. This is a starting point, and we go. Yeah. How can we make this bigger than it is? How can yeah. we make it better than it is? Sort was, of thing. Was that a big education for you to do that from I mean, recording demos and either having to go into a studio and having to let everybody do it? <laughs> You're still having to yeah. do a bit there, aren't you? Yeah. Well, like I've sort of used to it through college. Really, we used to have, we used to do that in college quite mm. a lot. We used to like demo stuff. We'll do scratch things and then have to re-record and make it pristine yeah. anyway. So yeah. it's quite. I don't know, sort of just second nature, really. Okay. I wasn't really that bothered. We're kind of like on the same wavelength oh. for a lot of things because we're friends anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. you've also so known each other good, a long time. We have, yeah. like, say, isn't we have a good yeah. working relationship mm. as well as a good friendship. Mm. Stuff like went all day last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, Brilliant. for Brilliant. us, it's, I think it's really easy, really. Like, yeah. when, if he's got an idea, I'm always open to anything because uh-huh. Sam, no, I know him. <laughs> How clinical do you like to get with the recordings? Because I've been, um, obviously, you know, we were talking about watching YouTube channels and stuff like that, and with my limited recording knowledge, I've been watching a few on production and stuff, and there was one guy who um, says, when you, like, for example, and just an example of, when you're recording a guitar solo or stuff like that, um, don't send me a track with where you've accidentally hit the other strings or the other strings are buzzing with the end harmonics. Take them down. So he's like, we've done that with Lane. Have you? Yeah, 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 I, mean, really. I, say, I say take them. I mean, we used at the time it was a face mask because there's anything available to us just to right. mute a couple of just strings. Just to mute a couple of strings, so but accept the strings you're playing so you don't get the other ones going over. It's very yeah. dependent because if you want something to sound a bit rough around the edges. Bit dirty, yeah, yeah. And I feel like if you, let's say you record the whole track where everything was perfect. Right. How does that stand out from anyone else? Well, mm. <laughs> no one's I, listening I, I, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather have a couple of, like, if singing, the tiniest bit off pitch. Sure. Something's not completely in time. Mm. It makes it your song. It's, it's, really, it's done by a real person, isn't yeah. it? I find because it's, it's not wrong, is it? No, no. It's, it's not like that. Oh, that's fucking. That. You can tell something's a blunder. Something when something's you know uh, dissonant or discordant, you can go, oh god, that yeah. was off key. Mm. Yeah, but and that's quite like now that's that's a genuine mistake. You have fucked that up. Mm. But if it's a little bit, you know, if it's a little bit off color, if it's a little bit, you know, behind a beat or whatever. I mean, I watch a lot of uh, Rick Beato. Yeah, have yeah. you seen the guy? Yeah, oh, the yes. first person I've had in here is watching. Awesome. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so where he uh, he'll analyze stuff and he'll take a um, a, a BPM monitor to like, older tracks yeah. and it'll vary. Yeah, like yeah. he had he had a Led Zeppelin track that varied from 100 BPM to 120, 130, 
and it was they weren't it wasn't even a speed yeah, up in a song no, no, it wasn't it, even a different section gradual, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it went back down again and then he put on a, a Linkin Park track yeah. and held up his uh, BPM meter and it sat at 110 absolutely did not yeah, flinch yeah did not flinch yeah, yeah, a lot of tracks like track. that yeah. Yeah. going back to Pro Tools there's a thing you can do uh, typically I, I track drums first mm. seeing as I'm a drummer it's like oh yeah my favourite bit let's get <laughs> spend most of the time on this let's go um <coughs> more often than not the songs that I do it is the backbone to near enough every song yeah. um, with Pro Tools there's a thing you can do you track your drums to let's say 110 BPM for example mm. and if if you are a machine you'll be bang on every time but it's not happened yet even by my playing counts mm. um, you can tell Pro Tools to change the grid to whatever the drums are playing or whatever you have recorded mm. Uh, being like drums having like your transients and initial points to be like okay this is the start this is the end whereas a guitar looks like a, a sausage is what I would call it. <laughs> that, that we know work. it looks like a sausage we like that <laughs> it's a sausage fest for us guitar players <laughs> so you can you can tell Pro Tools to change the grid to adapt to whatever you've put in front of it mm-hmm. so it'll be like 110 112 but like per bar basis so yeah. you're, you're never 110 bang on mm-hmm. and I feel like it's a lot more Fluent in it, it sounds more human, as yeah, cheesy as it is to say. It's, the yeah. element, it? yeah. it's yeah. like, oh, the computer and doing it. We don't like computers, but I mean, I wouldn't be doing my job without computers. So. <laughs> no, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, uh, my last album, the drums were all MIDI. The album, yeah. for, the album for that, I bought a CD full of drum samples yeah. and then cut them together. <laughs> no, nothing against it. Like, if, if it gets the job done. Well, the laugh of it is, I mean, my music's in the blues genre and yeah. you thought them guys would be pretty purist. Yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of blues radio stations playing it. Mm. <laughs> so, and you'd think they'd be like, well, that's not a real drummer. But nobody knows because nobody cares because mm-hmm. it, it practically, you know, yeah. the original source for them was an actual drummer hitting something, mm. I guess. And that, yeah, like, <laughs> as long as it sounds good, like I, I feel like the final context is what matters. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not about Absolutely. how you got there. Like mm. for me, like someone who enjoys that sort of stuff, it mm. is partly about that, but that isn't the end result. Yeah, I mean, you can get hung up, can't you? And uh, you know, you must. Uh, I don't know if you've ever got this on your songs, Ryan, because they're fairly. You know, there's a full production when you're recording them, drums, and bass, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And at the moment, going out live, it's just you and your acoustic. Me and the guitar. Yeah. Have you had anybody? I mean, Danny and I haven't had this either. But I was just. I don't know why the question even occurs to me. No, to go on, go but on. do you have anybody say, "Well, that's not how you sound on the record"? No. No, no, never no. had that. People aren't no. people, maybe people aren't bothered anymore. No, I think I don't. I think it's because at the moment with the sort. I guess it depends on the sort of gig. I reckon, like say, mm. if I was to play like the waterfront main bar downstairs, yeah. I think it probably would be like, why isn't there a band behind him? Right, but if you were playing the backing tracks yeah, or my pad or something, yeah, 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 be yeah. Bit, I'd be a bit where's like, the band? What's yeah. he doing? Yeah, what's he doing? <laughs> just sound check. Open my yeah, laptop. just open the laptop. There we go. Press play. See you later. I'm gonna go backstage. Drink with the can. I saw a lad do that at Club Uniquity play oh, through an iPad God. and I was a bit like what in Club Uniquity yeah that's like, the worst on, place to do that yeah. really what but I yeah know. I think yeah just like I said it depends on the, like at the moment like even the, like when I go on tour and stuff the gigs aren't massive places so I think people respect the fact that it is me and the guitar and yeah, it's like yeah. quite intimate and it's it feels like they're real, involved a bit more do you know what I mean right. so I think sometimes when you're in a band and you play a small place it's sort of like oh they're the band do you know what I mean they can't get involved okay. and stuff yeah, like, yeah. I get more people talk to me halfway through my set and have band with me <laughs> yeah. during the, the song like I'm proud yeah. of life my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not quite that bad yet unless it's a shit song do you know what I mean but uh, yeah, I don't know. No one's yeah, no one's questioned that yet, really. No, that's no. good. That's good. That's good because yeah. it, it used to happen, uh, you know, years ago. Mm. You know that um, uh, that it would people would say, "Oh, have you have you heard Santos' new album?" Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, don't reckon on them live. 
and, and stuff mm. like that. But, you know, Danny, Danny and I, I mean, my I don't play the songs on my albums live, but Danny and I play live, which is different yeah. songs, yeah. but it's still me playing my instrument yeah, in front yeah, of people, yeah, so it's yeah. not like the album isn't fake. No, 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 no yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although no, I'm not producing... Because you haven't heard it live. Yeah, 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 live, yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah. But I think, you know, maybe attitudes have changed, mm. with, especially with the technology and the way people are making music has yeah. changed, because yeah. it's, it's still a skill to use the computer, I mean, isn't it? You bottom know? line charts are... Nowadays, mean nothing to us. Sixteen-year-olds on laptops. Yeah, a lot of the top ten are just people who have. I mean, God forbid, they probably cracked some of the software. But (laughs) uh, I'm not going to say anything about that on recording. (laughs) But I'm sure we've all been there at some point. Being a graphic designer, I can honestly say that I've never used a cracked version. No, never. Never. It's it's, it's disgusting. Kids don't do it. Yeah, it's worse than. It's, yeah, it's called crap for a reason. It's bad. You wouldn't steal a song. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, you bloody would. We do all the time. Every week, mate. So, mate, talking about live shows mm. and uh, talking about something that's uh, sort of fairly current for us at the moment is that, um, and relevant to this podcast as well, talking yeah. about a local music scene. Mm. So, um, in, in your um uh, attempt to not attempt because it's happening it's happening yeah I think <laughs> to uh, be part of the local scene yeah you tried to get us all together with a, a local Facebook yeah. group Lowestoft music scene yeah. haven't you yes I have indeed yeah what on earth possessed you to do that <laughs> the fact I, I had a bit of a, a co- we come back from holiday last week and I was Tuesday night I was sort of just sitting there thinking right I'm back now mm. I'm going to get into going to get into back in the studio at some point with Sam and I was thinking right Okay, that's it then. There's no like, and I was looking through Facebook. I haven't missed anything mm. apart from you. Like, <laughs> oh. I was like, oh, he's still he's still busy. He's Happy still yeah, Nathan's there doing like Optimist, and yeah, I was yeah. like, there's got to be more than that. Like, mm-hmm. and like as a as me and Nathan, not enough for you. <laughs> <laughs> what the I hell? was like, especially always more. Always, 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 yeah, always want, want, want more. Want. <laughs> How'd you put up with him? <laughs> <laughs> and I think because I'm a like solo artist now, singer songwriter mm. and stuff. Not sob story by the way, but it gets like not lonely, but you are sort of sat there and room a lot of the time just isolation I yeah, think it's what isolation it is, which is different and, yeah. to loneliness because we don't necessarily want to want to feel validated no, yeah. or have someone to talk to all the time it's just not it's a good to feel part of something yeah. everybody like we were saying earlier everyone talking about on your page at the moment the big subject uh, the last couple of days yeah. has been our venue that died 20 years ago yes. the, the brewery the yeah. Alton Broad Brewery yeah. which was an old brewery mm-hmm. that then got turned into a awesome music venue yeah. sawdust on the floor <laughs> Um, bit you know homemade beers at a bar or whatever yeah, it is you know that. local Grass brews local. yeah and yeah. Um, they had music days every bank holiday and every mm. Friday Saturday and Sunday afternoon there was a band on that's yeah. where you went everybody you knew who was into that kind of music went to <laughs> as well go. so there's a lot of nostalgia for that mm. and um, I think you know, you came back and almost almost like started this nostalgia. We need a music scene. We need everybody yeah. together. And everyone go, oh, I remember when there was one. Yeah, like, who cares? <laughs> like, let's get it back now. Let's find yeah. it somewhere yeah, yeah, yeah. now. Like, Because I'm mm. sure like there's enough pubs and places, like like even the Seagull. I've talked to Karen before and she said, yeah, I'll be up for doing more. There's for clearly enough music. musicians, enough exactly. people that want, want that. You mean, I don't, your brewery's not coming back. No, we said not. that. We said it. it's not. However, we could get... over it. Go over it. <laughs> you weren't there, man. Move on. You weren't there, man. <laughs> You're too young, dude. <laughs> you weren't there, man. Oh. <laughs> but, but, you know, we can still have a mm. really, really great, vibrant scene. Yeah. And we are, I've learnt from the people I've been talking to on these podcasts, and there's, and there's more, you know, lined up. And, yeah. uh, you know, but there, there is, and I don't know if it's it's small town. I love my town. I love the people in it. I love yeah. Lowestoft. That's why I wouldn't live here if I didn't. Mm-hmm. But there is a level of, and it might be true of any town, to be quite honest, there's a level of, um, someone else needs to start 
an open mic somewhere. Yeah. It would be a good idea if we had an open mic. Well, mate, why don't you, you call the pub? Approach the person, yeah, you yeah. know, and then so a lot of it, people will be ah, oh, they're comparing it to something else. Okay. it's not like this, so it's not going to be good. Okay, yeah, and I get that. People aren't yeah. willing just to fail a couple of times to get mm. somewhere. This is yeah. it. No one wants to be part of something or start something, and no one turned up. Mm. But I feel like if you don't fail, what are you going to learn out of it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mistakes make experience, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, how many albums have <laughs> I put out that nobody's actually listened to? <laughs> how many bands <laughs> have we been in, Sam? How many gigs? How many bands? Where your mum exactly. and dad are there. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. Joined band, got to the gigging stage, mm. yeah. and then split up and not done any gigs. Yes. Yeah, it happens <laughs> too I mean, often. It happens all the yeah, time. Yeah, you know, it really does. So, it, you know, I think I think some. Uh, I know that there's playing the pipeline. Myself and Danny have got something on a back burner, and as soon as we've got a date, this is it. You know, I don't want to be like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Mm. I'm just going to go. Here's the date. Yeah. Turn up, yeah, or no. not, or don't. Or, I'll yeah. be in there having a beer yeah. out of the house for the evening anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so exactly. yeah. But that's just what it takes, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Doers, doers. And doers. what I am massively encouraged by that group is that you're doing, mm. and hopefully that do it will best, inspire yeah. the other, you know, any other members to to do something. To do. Yeah. I mean, Darren, Mr. Darren Stegler, I'm trying yeah. to get in on it, him on here as well, but just uh, negotiating a date. Um, was offered a PA very generously. Yeah. yeah. You know, so there's people willing to put their time into it, exactly, and they yeah. and they and they goods and stuff like that so yeah so why not well that's the reason behind the group really it's just to because obviously that's not really like a, it's more of a hub i want to use it as like mm. the music scene hub so if anyone's right. got anything going on yeah put it in there obviously a lot of people have been putting like deductions and all that sort of stuff yeah i think Once that'll, that'll, calm, down. Faded that'll out, calm down yeah. like yeah like like say if someone has got a venue for an open mic put it in and if mm. something comes of it great if it yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. whatever carry on keep going do you know what i mean because i've without like we say without making mistakes and failing a couple of times mm. nothing it's going to happen well, I we think talk- people are too scared of yes failing, failing. but I was talking about this I mean I think it was the second episode we did I was talking to my mate Tony Graham who runs the open mic over in Galston mm. and he was saying yeah just just pick a pub yeah. I mean, that, uh, Tony's run open mics for 40, 50 years and uh, yeah sometimes I've been to his what he has on I think it's second or third Thursday of the month over in Galston and I've been and sometimes there's just me and him and me mate Paul point, yeah. and then other times it's absolutely rams it's just yeah. the way it goes yeah, it says, just yeah. pick a pub yeah, sweet talk to the landlord exactly. they're not going to say no, no, no. <laughs> especially if it's a night yeah. they've got nothing on yeah, what's, right. the, what's harm they're open aren't they at the Abs- end of the day absolutely so. and we're not, talk- we're not talking about you know you don't necessarily have to have you know drums and bass no. and, all, no. and all the other crap and organise a, a band and all the rest of it but mm. um you know, without open mics, great, great grassroots and great place for musicians to hang out. Hang who out, who yeah. knows? Another yeah. brewery might pop up, yeah. or even the atmosphere of what the yeah. brewery was might pop up. You get a venue known for music, mm-hmm. you keep going there. Keep like going, like yeah. the Triangle, isn't it? Yeah. You go down to Triangle on Friday night, you're going to see a band. You're going to see a band yeah. all yeah. the time, every week. Yeah. <laughs> Dutchman's is Dutchman's, that's my yeah. local. Hell yeah. 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 You often see bands in there Friday, Saturday night, mm-hmm. every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We know these places for it, and we're glad of it. Yeah, so, anyway, yeah, we'll stir something up. I tell you, I hope so. Anyway, yeah. I just hope it goes. But I don't, because at the moment, like I said to you before the podcast, I get a lot of messages like, "Have you done anything yet?" It's like, well, I've made the group for a start. Yeah, <laughs> like, which is more than you've done. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. yeah, I just feel like I hope it doesn't get to a point. Like I said to your messenger the other day, mm. I hope it doesn't get to a point where people are looking at me going, "Well, he's not done anything since." Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not just me. Like, yeah, yeah. You do have <laughs> you your own devices. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't run lower stuff, guys. I mean, I, I was, I was thinking. As much as I think I do sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After a few beers, someone's got. Yeah, you know what I mean? someone's got to walk around the high street giving it big, isn't they? And their partner giving it Liam Gallagher and that. But God. <laughs> and why not? Why not, indeed? Well, look, guys, thank you ever so much for both coming over and chatting to thank me today. Thank you very much. Thank you no, for my us, total right? pleasure in sharing that lovely, lovely knowledge and. Uh, yeah, man. Um, so, what's when are you guys back in the studio? Do you have any plans to record anything next? Said next week. Yeah, next week. Yeah, next, next week. week. Yeah, next week. Yeah, what, yeah. You got another single coming on? Yeah, I mean, I've got loads of songs. Really, I've got mm-hmm. to pick one Come between now and minute, Monday. Yeah. So this is <laughs> so this is just a continuation. Continuation. Just going yeah, on and on, on like on that. that. Yeah. Finish one on yeah. to the next. Yeah. Well, we look forward to it, mate. Yeah, Keep man. your eyes out. I'm going to put the uh, I'm going to put some links to your stuff in the uh, in the comments anyway. But yeah, until then, thanks so much for coming on. Anytime again soon. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers, mate.